It's the amazing Rico Bronia podcast with your host, Evan Roberts. Welcome to another episode of Rico Bronia. And no, this is not Evan Roberts, as you can tell, because I don't sound like him at all. This is Pete Hoffman. Uh, he is, Evan right now is doing something with his wife or is hanging with his wife and not watching baseball. He needs to. He needs to unwind before he does. He gets to Jersey Shore for this kickoff summer tour thing, whatever what they're, that we're doing. Uh, it's a little like pre-podcast for the kickoff for mm-hmm. the summer. And I'm being joined right now by a very special guest who would not normally be here. However, because Evan is not here, I can get him on because they kind of have an issue. His name is Anthony Gallo. You may know him. He is a digital whiz for WFAN. <laughs> Anthony, welcome to the program. What's going on, Hoff? I'm excited to be here. And yes, while dad's away, the kids play, and I'm allowed to be on the podcast, which I was very excited about. Uh, real quick backstory, uh, just because I'm an honest person, I Evan was upset with me once, and he will not let me live it down because I said that John Main, when when DeGrom left, I was not panicking. I was okay with it. It, it was I expected it to come, and I to downplay the move said that John Maine was just as an effective postseason pitcher as Jacob DeGrom. And I don't think there was anything else I could have did to upset Evan Moore to the point that he shunned me for a bit and then made me apologize. I got gifts out of it. He felt bad. He gave me gifts, but it was deserved. And it was a bad take by me. But I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk after a big not, there, First of all, there's not much that'll piss Evan Roberts off. I'll be serious. Besides mm-hmm. Mets, besides Mets, actual like the way they play on the field in life, there's not many people that can actually piss Evan Roberts off, and you did that. So that you should you deserve a prize for that. I, I, I was gonna say I don't think I've ever seen him more annoyed about anything. I could have broken no. his throat, and he wouldn't have been as bad. No, he was he he was legitimately. But it's something that, you know. And again, uh, it's we all have our uh, you know our love for certain Mets and not saying that he's a fanboy of Jacob DeGrom, but I think he views him differently than a lot of the Mets fans. And that, that'll, well, maybe we'll get into that later on because I am a Jacob DeGrom fan and I am pissed that he's not on this team right now. Uh, but, but I'm curious to see what other people really think of Jacob DeGrom. But regardless, right now, that's the, today's not the day. The time is not the time because the Mets finally win a game. We just had a podcast yesterday with Evan where, back-to-back losses versus the Chicago Cubs in really crappy fashion where they couldn't score any runs. It's just another disgusting display of of offense, and the pitching was subpar, even though Kode Senga did give you five innings yesterday or on uh, on Wednesday. It just wasn't a good performance. Meanwhile, you have Cookie Carrasco going six and two-thirds. After five innings, I'm like, I kind of want to see him go back out there again. But it's weird because he's at 80 pitches, I don't really know what Cookie really has left in the tank these days. 80 pitches, five innings, I feel like that's almost good. But they push him out there. He goes six. It's a quick inning. He goes out there for another. He gets a six and two-thirds. And that's like everything and more for this pitching staff. Like mm-hmm. I, It's rare when they get to the sixth inning. When they get to the seventh inning, it's even better. Uh, and they just need to save the bullpen. And it was just a perfect start for someone who's been struggling all season and for a team that needs that, you know, 
that that that, that real big kick to the you know what to like wake up and and have a really great pitching performance. Now it was also piggybacked by ten runs on top of that, which was really nice. But that didn't come until later. I mean, a, a game exploded. It got out of hand a little bit later on. No, I, I you you nailed it on the head. And my biggest concern is with the bullpen is when they do get elongated. I think the bullpen is good when we needed to get, you know, two, three innings. But when you're now pitching them in the, you know, fifth inning, it, it's where we've struggled. And it was nice to just see Cookie come out, pitch well, because I would have taken a start of just five innings, two runs, three runs, and been happy with it. But the fact that he was able to go not only, you know, the seven innings, but or, you know, six innings plus, and only give up the one run, I get it's a Cubs crappy lineup and – you know, there's no reason to get too excited about it, but I'm just happy he did this. And it was nice to see that the lineup came to play today, too. Uh, and, and the big guys were the ones that carried us tonight. Do you say that Carrasco, like, you know, you know, if you, he got five innings, that would have been nice and that you would settle for that. But, like, after having uh, McGill be crappy, you know, Sanga, again, even though he got five innings, it wasn't efficient. It wasn't good. You're waiting for Verlander and Scherzer to do that. It was good to see – Carrasco do that to be fair no yeah and, and he they needed it I mean I wasn't expecting it I had no hope for Carrasco to be I'm not saying I thought he was going to be awful tonight but I was just like give me what you could give me because we haven't gotten really anything and I like I was just I just needed him to get through the five innings and it was nice that he got through the six and two thirds he was super efficient uh we, you know we were out to eat and, you know, I look up and he's only at, you know, whatever it was, 80 pitches going into the fifth. And I was shocked. It was the most efficient start, maybe yeah. besides saying good start against the Rays. Oh, and, and Verlander's eight inning start also. Yeah. But he, he was efficient and it was nice yeah, to see, like, with everything. Yeah, Ver, Verlander by far had the best. Like, like, look at this. Look at it this way, right? Like, for, for a while there, we had the. Joey Lucchese start, which probably was the best of the season when he went seven. But now we've piled on. We've gotten some people that have gone deeper. Verlander went deep. Sanka went deep. Uh, and now and now uh, Carrasco went deep. So we've actually put together a decent, you know, decent array of of starting, uh, you know, starting performances by pitchers where we could say, you know what, the season isn't all crap for starting pitchers because that's been the biggest fault right now, this whole team. Now let's rewind it because the one thing we didn't talk about was the lineup came out and Daniel Vogelback was in the lineup, which meant that Mark Vientos was not in the lineup again, two days in a row, mm-hmm. which I know that's going to piss that pissed off so many people. First of all, it pisses people off because a, what is Vogelback still doing the lineup, but also B why is Vientos being called up and not playing? Like he's now, I think it was like three out of four games. He didn't play and he got pulled before in one of the last performances. It's just he hasn't had enough bats. And we're sitting here going, Vogelback's getting getting playtime. And then you hear the rumor that Tomazino's getting called up. He's mm-hmm. coming back. He's off the IL. Okay, so what's the deal there? What what's the move? Is it gonna be is it gonna be Gary Sanchez, which everyone thinks? But with the the way the Mets have been playing everything, it's you know, Guillaume has been sent down. Even though he's more reliable defensively, he he gives you more versatility defensively. Not saying his bat's great, but compared to him to Vogelback, I mean they're both pretty much the same power wise. Obviously, goes to Vogelback, but he doesn't use it. He's got eight home runs as a Met, 
and he's had over almost 300 uh, plate appearances. That's not good, especially for somebody who you brought him in there with one specific reason to be a power hitter. So that being said, you de- you you sent down Guillaume because he's got options, which w- led to my concerns about Vientos potentially getting the call to go down and not Gary. Instead, they did the right thing. They sent they DFA'd Gary Sanchez, so Vientos is still on the team. But the fact that he's not in the lineup is very frustrating. Um, but the the lineup goes off. It was good. You know, you have a – you go through the first inning, by the way. It's the same old, same old. Bases are loaded, and you can only scrape away a run because of a sack fly. That is frustrating. I'm glad that the Mets scored first, but that's very frustrating. And then Carrasco goes along and gives the, the run right back up again, the, the home run from Daniel Swanson, and it makes you go, oh, boy, we're, we're, this is going to be a long day. But it it turned around, you know. I again, I think it was Beatty again with another hit, and Marte with a hit that kind of got two mm-hmm. runs in, and then it was the, the score was four to one. And after that, it just started to explode. And thankfully, you know, Alonzo gets his nineteenth home run of the season, MVP. Let's go where the mm-hmm. where the power rankings at. Um, and before you know, it, it's ten one, and the Cubs have their uh, Tucker Barnhart pitching to, to end the game. Yes, which I oh he was throwing like thirty miles an hour at one point. I think that mentioning the lineup when it came out, um, I wasn't thinking about the roster move. I was just thinking, damn, Vogelbach's in there again. Can't and guy, I I'm fine with Kennedy in the lineup, but it's like Vogelbach's in there again. Vientos just feels like he's not getting a, a fair chance. And then if Vogelbach's gonna be in the lineup, there's no way Alvarez should be hitting behind him. There's in no world does that make sense. In no world does your slow footed, I don't know about slow, but you're not fast catcher who is one of your better hitters should be hitting ninth. If you want to do something like that, hit Marte ninth. Hit somebody with a little bit of speed. You get that second leadoff hitter almost like we used to see back in the day when they'd hit like a guy ninth instead of the pitcher. But I, I hate seeing that. But then the news of Sanchez getting DFA'd. I'm like, okay, not too bad. They, you know, I started to believe the fake rumors that Alvarez was in danger of getting sent down, and I do not think he's getting sent down for Navarez. I hope that Nito is done with, and Navarez is the backup. Uh, you know, Nito's done; he's done what he can do. But the lineup comes out today, and if you would have told me that Marte, Lindor, Nimmo, Alonso, and Beatty were all going to get RBIs, I would have told you no shot. So it was nice to see that. So you got the great start from Carrasco and a huge outpouring from the lineup. So it made Vogelbach being in there not too bad. 